Hello, hello. <laughs> Welcome to Tell Me What to Do from a woman who hates being told what to do. My name is Cecily Bro, and today I have a very special guest with me. I've known her since I was three years old. She came from the same woman I came from. <laughs> and also, the product of Randall Bro. We hope. We hope. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> All right. Today we have my little sister, Adeline Bro. Hello, friends. Here on the podcast. I'm <laughs> so happy to have you, my sweet little sis. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. All right. You could have a little bit more I'm cheer so, in your voice. I'm so happy to be here right now. I'm Kay. so excited. All it's right. fantastic. <laughs> well, Addie, I need some sweet advice because you, you and I, we grew up together. You did know? we? Yeah, we did. We right? did. We did. I think I mean, so. I don't remember most black of it. Blackout, black in. Yeah. We grew up together. We may have been hard drinking as kids. Or right. it could just be like a child. Well, mom thing. always said they like, put whiskey in the bottle and we right. were like seven. It's like a teething thing. Yeah. My teeth were still falling out. I needed it. Yeah. Anyway, um, so today's topic is, um, well, keeping in touch with family, growing pains, etc. Mm-hmm. Given the current state of our lives and what has happened in the election, I feel like now more than ever, it's important to hold on to community and also keep in touch with family. Mm-hmm. But I will say when you go off to college, it's kind of like it's weird. Well, it's weird. And yeah. you're like family who? Right. My new family is my sorority. Right. My <laughs> new family is my frat. <laughs> my new family is my dorm mates. My, my new, new family, family is Nutella. Is Nutella. <laughs> Welcome to freshman year, Cecily. I mean, <laughs> if I recall... Uh, first semester, Cecily was like, family who? Yeah. And Which feels I w- great, by the way, because we didn't miss you at all. Yeah, that wasn't, it feels great that you said you didn't miss us, who we also didn't miss you at all. That's Me, fine. a struggling freshman in high school with purple streaks in her hair, didn't miss you at all. I mean, it sounds like you missed me, like, so much, but I just have to say, like, moving to California, being miles and miles away from you guys was a breeze. <laughs> I didn't feel anything. I didn't feel like I lost my roots. Yeah. I didn't feel like I didn't know who I was anymore. And I was you like, definitely knew how to like cook stuff. too. Like I knew how to cook stuff. I was like, if anything, it was kind of like, oh, this weight has been taken off and now yeah. I can breathe again. Because yeah. um, that's the one thing that's like really good about going to college is you never for a single second are like, I can't do this. Every second you're like, this is great. I'm totally well prepared for this. Yeah, I felt incredibly prepared. And, and all your relationships. All my relationships. Go great. Yeah. Your I, diet. Great. Yeah, my diet was great. Yeah. Um, but now we're in adult land and, you know, wouldn't you know, I don't have classes. I yeah. don't have professors. I kind of just only have myself. Right. And my own moral compass. And, and you know, me. And you. And um, you. I'm, I'm here. And you're here. In front of you. And I guess it's just like, uh, I need some family in my <laughs> life. I need some connections. I mean, well, things were fine when we were doing right, beer right. pong shots <laughs> and that's what the kids call it and nowadays. Jello holes, but now it's adult nick- time. That was my nickname in high school. Was Jello hole? Jello hole. I don't know if it was like a nice nickname, but I think it was because like the cool kids called me it. I didn't know them, but they called me it. Did so. they call you that when you were in a locker? I don't want to talk about that. Okay. Well, any hoozles, I just feel like now more than ever, yeah. it's important 
that we are connected, that mm. we are strong. But I just also feel like I'm an independent woman and right. I don't need my family. Right. I don't, I actually don't need anyone. Well, I feel like when you leave, not just like college, but just like leave the nest in general. Cause some people don't go to college. Like let's, you know, let's yeah. to that side. Like, okay. Some Absolutely. Don't go. When you leave the nest in general, I think there definitely is a period of like experiments not just, like, sexually, just, like, as a person, like, you just try new things. I thought beakers before I thought sex, but that's just well, me. Well, that explains where your current sex life is at. That you beakers? Thought, you thought beakers over experimentation. I don't even know what a fucking, what is a beaker? Beaker? All right, well. Oh, uh, okay, I got you now. The schooling system has failed you if you yeah. don't know what a well, beaker is. Well, I'm at is. ASU, so what did you expect? Graduated cylinder. The read the meniscus, <laughs> not meniscus. <laughs> the bottom of the meniscus. The, menis- the meniscus. The mitochondria is the powerhouse <laughs> of the cell. No, no. But I feel like when you leave like the nest, you do have a time period where you're very like trying new things because you got to kind of like test out who you are. Right. But what's really nice is you go really, really like crazy out there and try different things. People like you know, cut their hair and they go out and they party. Or One girl kissed me on the cheek and I was like, right. Hello. Yeah, you feel the tinglys and a weird, I don't know, you feel, it's different, it's different. But what's nice is, you kind of have that first break where you come back for Thanksgiving break. For me, it was fall break. And after going so, like, crazy out there, you kind of are reminded back to, like, where you kind of started. And then I find you kind of even out. So, I mean, you might feel like you don't need anybody, but maybe, even though you already graduated college, maybe you're still in that experimenting, trying to find yourself phase. I mean, do you feel like you found yourself yet? I feel like I know myself better than ever. Yeah. In that every day I surprise myself. I don't think falling down counts as surprising yourself, though. Every day I take a fall. Every day I find a beautiful jar of peanut butter and a big old spoon and I, I don't know how eat it. Related. That's my new family. That's your family. I just feel this like... This is weird because your boyfriend has a nut allergy, too. I feel like what a family you do have out here, you will kill by eating peanut butter or nuts. That's no mistake. He deserves the kiss of death. I don't that's just a given. That's, this is not... That's not legal to say. Ugh. Not tread lightly with stuff like that. Anyway, well, now you all know the truth of what happened to Shmi and Shmur. <laughs> Any hoozles, I... I don't know. I'll be real with you. I've been feeling incredibly down lately, given the political air and, uh, Mm -hmm. well, who's in charge of me now? And I will say this, because he says he's in charge of me and he's in charge of my body and he's in charge of literally the entire United States unless someone stops him. And spray tan. Don't forget. He's in charge of spray. And also that. That's really devastating for the spray tan market. I feel like for me, I don't need anyone. I've kind of given the old uh, no thank you, yeah. given up. Well, I and think uh, I think Gandhi was really big on that. Like he definitely his number one lesson for you was that, like forget everybody. Like you can only count to yourself. And the words of G Easy, it's just me, myself, and I. <laughs> <laughs> so fine until I die. You know, so, here's the image I have. I think that was actually Gandhi's words that G Easy then put into a lyric. I'm not sure, but I'm sure. That sounds I'm about right. right to me. I will yeah, say this. I I love you. I mean, I love that we used to wear matching dresses. I love that you know me from start to now until I, I die. I didn't know you from start to now. I knew you from three to now. That's you could true. have been horrible. Those three years were a crazy time. I was really doing some figuring out. But uh, you don't need to know about that time because I it's unspeakable what happened during those three years. Yeah. I heard I a lot, about a lot of tricycles. Pocahontas came out. 
It was just it was breathtaking. It was. Here's the image I have right now. Kay. Me, full-grown Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And guess what's happening? <sighs> I'm stuck in a house with Yukon Cornelius right. and that elf who wants to be a dentist. Things are cozy, things are nice, and things are comfortable. Right. But guess what? Now it's time for me to break out on my own. Right. Leave you behind, not leave a note. Leave you in the cozy bed. And grab. Am I, I have a question. Am I the elf or just you? Con- it's not related. I'm just curious. You're the elf, without a doubt. Anywho, I leave the house. Chop, chop, chop. Give myself a glacier piece and I float adrift it by myself. That's kind of the image I have for myself right yeah, now. It's really poetic, yeah. And then I grow my antlers, and then I know who I really am. Yeah. And I think that's what I need to do right now. So, like, you – I know Thanksgiving's coming up. Right, right. But think of it this way. Like, Rudolph did do that. And that is a very – that's, again, that's the experiment. Like, you're finding yourself. you got to leave. But I find that there's not necessarily a tragedy, but there's often an abominable snowman, which could stand as a symbol for your family being like, yo, we have to deal with this. And whether it's something good or bad, it could be like, yo, like – Someone's not well, but it could be, hey, someone's doing really well. And like, we really wish you were there. Um, or it could be just a giant um, furry snowman. That's see, when I see that, I mean, you guys are like, let's fight. You, the dentist elf, are like, let's take those teeth out. Let's yeah. give them gums. And that's great. But I'm going to take the old-fashioned, take a little igloo, and take it to the sea. Yeah, and I'm good. just going to... That's really good, too, because with global warming, um, that plan will definitely... It's rock I'm solid. just thinking, like, uh, what's what's the point in going on, I guess? Like, right. I guess I need to just, you like... You do the old Titanic, blah, blah, blah. I think it's time for me to sink with my ship. Yeah. I think it's time for me to have You're that last... You're the captain of your own ship. I'm the captain of my own so ship, and I'm choosing down. to uh, just guide it gently into an iceberg and go down with the ship is yeah. my plan. I'm wondering now if Rudolph and Titanic are somehow linked. Like, what if Rudolph... That glacier he stands on yeah. when it like separates, that's the same glacier that doomed Rose and Jack. And like just he, a, yeah. He like took a step off and like led it yeah. on a path yeah. towards destruction. It's kind of like the whole Well, I don't like know what butterfly. year Rudolph takes place in. I believe it was 1990. Yeah, 1997. No. It was. That, I was born then. So that I know. claymation came out. Hey, that claymation is like the up there with Avatar, my friend. I, I, I think it's, uh, some would say it's better. Some people are wrong, but okay. I mean, it's up there. This is why I need to get on my own piece of ice yeah. and just leave my family behind, mm-hmm. cut my ties. All right, you Elsa, know? let's calm Thanksgiving down. is coming up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what do I do now that I'm this fully formed, fully realized adult? It's really hard for right. me to go back and be like, oh, my heart feels full again. Right. Oh, I feel it's connected. It's hard to fake um, genuine emotion and caring for people. Yeah, it's it's yeah. really it's really hard. And now it's like... I Ted know Bundy really felt the same way. I, exactly. Yeah. And if he had a weird solution, but I mean, if you want to hear about it, I'm, you know, that's an entirely different podcast. But if you could whisper that to me tonight, that'd yeah. be wonderful. First I just car. when I come back for Thanksgiving, yeah. I'm worried because now it's like, oh, it's up to me. You got to pretend to care about people. I almost. need to get rid of everyone in my life. Yeah. And I just need to be my own fully right, formed right. person. So when I come back to Thanksgiving. Right. I plan on not talking to anyone. That's good. I plan on eating everything let and not looking anyone in the eyes to let them know how serious I am. You know, that could work out really well. But just as a counter of what someone else could think, they could be thinking, 
um, maybe something happened to Cecily, you know, gay marriage is legal now, she came out to California, they might think that Ian's just not in your, you know, maybe there's something you need to get off your chest. Are you saying that they all think I'm a lesbian because I'm not talking to anyone? I'm not saying that all lesbians are quiet, I'm just saying if you are such a bright, bubbly person... That if you were suddenly be quiet at Thanksgiving dinner, I might think you're a lesbian. All right, Jesus Or that you Christ. may have murdered something. God, I'm just saying. What is wrong with you? I'm just saying. Like, you would be a really quiet lesbian, I feel. No, I wouldn't. I'd be a great, loud lesbian. Cecily, you would be... I feel, okay, you know what? You're right. You would be a loud lesbian. You would be the loud lesbian in the bar that all the other lesbians are like, oh my God, like this one. She's giving us a bad rap. So, anyway, my point is, if you're going to come to Thanksgiving... I feel like if you go that direction, that's great. And, like, you could have the approach where everyone's like, oh, Cecily, she doesn't need a family anymore. I totally get that. That's why she's sulking with a black hood over her eyes and her, you know, her black eyeliner. You don't know what I'm going to wear. Oh, I know that's what you're going to wear because you I'm put actually going to wear a nude sheet. Yeah. No, I know that's what you're going to wear because you wrote it in your Aaron Condren planner. How uh, dare you read what? that? That is personal. No, I it's none of your business. gave it to you for Christmas when you still wanted a family. <sighs> um, but the other thing is the possibility is if you do that, that almost leaves so many interpretations to be made. So it's just too much work. It's just too much someone? work. It's too much work having a family. It's too much work keeping in touch with them. Right. It's too much work. You know, feeling it's really hard with the modern um, technology we have to, you know, like type move your thumb up and down repetitively. It's just and like, what's send. the point? Yeah. Like, I know who it's these hard. people are. They're not going to challenge like, me. I can, you know, I can kind of see that. It's like, you know who I am. I know who you are. I've who known you kidding? before you even knew who you were. Yeah. And it's like, I have you figured out. You may have known me before I was even conceived. I weird. definitely did. I wish yeah, your name was Genevieve it. instead of Adeline. I was like, why name her Adeline? Genevieve's a better name. Fun and fact. mom said, sure, we'll name her that. Fun and then fact. she lied to me. <laughs> so why would I go to Thanksgiving dinner with a liar yeah i get that i get that you know i know our mother who raised us nursed us made us lunch every morning drove us to every school you know diane i know diane do you know diane i do yeah and i mean i know her as you know i know who she is and let me tell you she's just a horrible person no love at all in her heart (laughs) you know me and my diane we oh we had some differences yeah she would write me notes in my lunch every yeah. day. Yeah. Like, I love you. Have a good day yeah. until my senior year of high school. Yeah. Who and does then, that? Actually, I can do it worse. Um, my Diane, actually, on my last day of high school, actually went to Hallmark and got me a nice, like, formal card and wrote a very nice, heartfelt thing. And I was so angry that I openly cried in front of my friends just because I was that upset. Of course. That she because, like, how, that. like, the audacity it's, it's, it's of this woman. And that's what I'm saying, Addie. Yeah. Now is the time. Like, yeah. it's been nice knowing you, but I think it's, like, uh, every person for themselves right. I mean, right now. You got Google. I've got Google. You got Waze. I've got Waze. You got Postmates. I've got my two feet. I can run. Can you? <sighs> As you can I, jog. And let's, I can jog. I can, can jog. jog. I can jog. Yeah. You I can, can jog. jog. The soft J. I can jog. I can jog. I can do that very well. But it's like, you know, we know these characters. Right. We know the Dianes. We know the Randall. Right. Because um, if anything, I know that the one good thing in life is that if you think you know somebody, is to immediately assume whatever that first impression is, is to never, like, hold steadfast to that. Right. Because odds are... They'll never change. I am the same um, very, very short, bobbed, awkward, lanky seventh grader with braces that I, I'm, I'm here. 
No, I like literally look at you right now yeah. and it's like, oh, why is this disgusting 12 year old looking at me? Yeah. And like, no, how old are you I now? Still 20? Think, I still how think old are you? 17? Hurtful. I'm 48. You're 48. You? Yeah. yeah. And you look exactly as you did when yeah. you were 12. I, just I still think Spring Awakening is um, <laughs> a truth that we all need to hold true and dear. And it's like family. You know, yeah. friends are people you can count on to stay exactly the same. Yeah. That'll never change. Yeah. My best family. friend and I, yeah, my best friend and I, Rachel, I call her Ray Ray. Um, we just recently realized we've been friends for 11 or 12 years of our lives, which is kind of crazy because, like, we're it's pretty like young. It's like a dog's years. Yeah, right? So, like, you know, in dog's years, it, we'd be dead because dogs don't last that long if you get, like, a, you know, weird breed. But, yeah, if we were a weird breed dog, um, our friendship would be dead. So, <laughs> the one thing I've definitely learned with that is... You know, throughout the years, I kind of went away. You know, she kind of went away. But we always kind of stayed in touch. And every time we did, um, you know, even if I wasn't the best friend to her, where I kind of got involved with, like, kind of some mean girls instead of her, every time she came to me and was like, I'm here for you still, the one thing I thought is, God, you are just the same <laughs> as you were in fifth grade. Like, nothing has changed. So I think you're right. Like, forget it. People don't change. People are the worst. And, um... I think it's a really, really healthy and really good way to look at life. I will but say I walk through every day with a heaviness, but that's just coming no, with no, no, no. freedom. That's just, no, that's just being alive. That's, yeah, that's that just heaviness alive. is just the gravity of earth holding you down, my friend. That's right. And when you get the sweet release of death, there's no more gravity. It's a really healthy, happy way to look at life. I think you got it. I, I mean, I am grinning from ear to ear. I really don't understand. I think why that's a great way to live life. Honestly, and th- you know what's weird? I have some friends that don't approach life that way. Like they enter a room, and they're just happy to be there. Mm. Like they're just grateful for the life that they're given because, like, they never know what could end. Oh. And to me, it's like, you know, you're right. Like we don't know when life could end. So why would you waste time just enjoying it when you could be dreading every moment that the death eventually comes like for me i'm i'm prepared like you know what i mean they're like they're just living in the moment you know making love with people and falling in love and creating friendships and memories and really enjoying themselves i have a plan like they're not planning for anything they're living in beautiful ignorance and i think they're just dumb like why would you enjoy life you should be preparing for death i you know i've had i have had many guests on the show and no one has said exactly my I'm heart's sorry. truth before. I'm sorry that I'm a realist, and this is the way um, everyone should be. And no. everyone who disagrees is just wrong. No need to apologize. Yeah. And I'm not, I mean, I'm, growing I'm happy. pains like these yeah. growing pains are going to happen, and uh, you know, it's just a matter of time before everyone. I- so, if anything, I think like one thing we can really learn from this election, in my opinion, if you don't mind my saying so. I sure. I mean, I'm here. You know. Death is coming. Let's just cut to Let's the chase. say it. Let's just say it. If anything we can learn from this election is um, we should look at our differences as a nation, look at our differences as families, as friends, um, and rather than embrace them with open arms and love, we should really just bitterly resent them and realize that this is a part of the awful and desperate cycle of life on Earth. That's amazing. Yeah. I read that in the back of a Snapple. <laughs> you read that from a Snapple? Yeah, it was weird because it's a really small. That's a very small surface well, for d- such a long quote. I was kind of thinking that too, but I kind of like I 
I took the time, which is not unlike me, mm-hmm. you know, because when I'm living in the moment, I'm typically just waiting for death. But yeah. in the moment, for some reason, I was like, wait a second. What if this is, you know, something to tell me how to get to so death it faster? It caught your eye. It did caught my eye. I usually just throw the cap on the ground as quickly as possible. Right. I know someone else will pick it up. But I thought maybe this was like some Snapple bottle or just like suicide note. And that really drew me in because it was so long, the length. Um, also, it was written in Comic Sans. So I knew he definitely was just not looking forward to living. God, no. Anymore. Jeez yeah. Louise. I mean, this Thanksgiving, I... Thanksgiving is a time to be thankful that death is coming soon. Oh, my God. If I could get that tattooed on one rib. All right, I have it. It's a tramp stamp. You did? I have I have two tramp stamps. I have that. And then I also um, have a cross that says, I'm sorry, Dad, which <laughs> is a really deep story that I don't feel like sharing. Um, really? I feel like maybe you should since, like, we have the same dad. Um, I don't feel comfortable sharing that story. You don't think we have the same dad? You know, okay. Why do you have that tattoo? Why do I have it? Yeah. Um, I think that's a really personal question and I'm really not comfortable, um, explaining that. I mean, we, we have agreed at the end of this podcast that we're no longer sisters. That's true. So I guess that we're cutting all of our ties. You know, I'll be honest with you. I wasn't always this way in this good place in life. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a time in my life where I, I was really happy all the time. Oh. Yeah. And it was kind of scary. Like, I would wake up, you know, the sun would come into my windows, and I would look out it. Barf in my own hand. And I was just, like, grateful for the <sighs> day. I know. And what was so weird is, you know, I would look at my bed, and I couldn't wait to get out of it and, like, leave. And this was a constant, like, it happened, like, day after day after day. And... Even when, like, bad stuff would happen to me, I remember looking at that and being like, it's okay. I was in a really bad place. That's nowhere an awful place for you to nowhere be. Nowhere near where I am now. No. And honestly, it was during that time that I guess I wanted to enjoy the moment. I know. I know it's crazy. I know. I, I was I in am a... eye rolling like you cannot believe. I, it was... Right I don't know who I was. I was really lost. Um... And I went out, and I just got that. And you got a cross saying, sorry, Dad. Yeah, and... Um, For fun? Yeah, and you know what was oh weird? Oh, my God. I remember um, when it happened, when I went to bed, I was like, this is a great day, and I'm going to cherish this. And... Does Dad know you have this tattoo? Are you crying? I just... I don't want to talk about that time in my life. Because it's really... Um, it's very far from where I am now. Which is just, I'm not that happy person anymore. No, you're I'm, like going to make me cry because you're talking about how happy you were. I know. It's definitely And you know what? I don't even want to hear it. I don't uh, want to hear how happy you were. Yeah. I don't need to hear it. I think I'm much better where I am now because I'm, you know what? I'm ready now. No, like, you're ready and like, you know I, that's, you And this know. is how I know I'm separated from my family and an adult because I know how I want to die. That's <laughs> what adulthood is. Oh my God. That's so good. That's so good. (coughs) Anyway. Ow. I ripped my foot skin. It really hurt. I'm fine. Oh, Addie. Well, it's been nice knowing you. And yeah, when I see you at Thanksgiving, I'll give you a good handshake. But you'll understand why I I need to go on my own um, path, have my own life, you know? No, I get it. And I really think... um, it's what I've been training to do. That's what we're all training to do. Right. It's to definitely cut ties with anyone that ever mattered to us or loved us in our life ever. Yeah. And I think it's a really healthy way to do it. Um, however, 
the only problem is like when we have the wishbone thing at Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. um, that's kind of like a family thing. How, like, how would how do how would you handle that? Like these like family traditions that you had whenever you were this happy, insane, you know, happy to be alive person. Yeah, the weirdos, if you will. Yeah, um, those memories you made that they try to repeat it as what traditions are. Mm-hmm. You know. So like what like do you have a what go- will I do yeah like what do you have a go to oh phrase? believe you me I already have a plan believe you me yes I will grab the nearest cranberry sauce can uncan it pour it on my head and say look at this that's it that's it that's my <laughs> plan and if you don't get it <laughs> then you were never even meant to know me kind of like Kanye's life of Pablo I like a lot of it but some of it I'm like what and you because know because your brain isn't working that's because I'm not I don't get it you're Mm-mm. right you're right and you know what I think um after everything mom did to us yeah and dad too like oh god the undevoted like love and attention and constant support Mm-mm. and encouragement no after all of that those years of all that bs I think like it's well deserved I might go to court. Yeah, you should go to court. I should go to court. You know why? Because like that kind of that that's abuse. Because now I expect everyone to be like that. Yeah, like mom and dad were so nice to us. It was like I just kind of was hoping that the world would be that way. Yeah, I was hoping that like how society would be that way. And they set me up to fail. Yeah, they showed us love. I made lunch. I went. I went to get a sandwich from a cafe yesterday. Was there a note? No. There was when no I asked note. if I could have one, the person looked at me and said the F word and then the B word. Do you want me to fill it in for you? I, I don't know what that could even it was mean. F U B word. And F-U I thought. F U Birch? Yeah. They call. Yeah. They call, they call me Birch Birchwood. Oh my it's God. It's Birchwood, madame. See, if mom and dad had just talked to us like that, we would be more prepared for um, the world that look, we are encountering look, right now. I can't. Mom and dad really <sighs> failed look, us. Look, look, look. I. I can't go back because these are the challenges that I have faced as a person. These are things that I have encountered and that I, I do carry with me still in my heart. And the thing that's tough about it is like, I wish I could still be angry, but this is what was given to me. And I have two options. I can either take that and go forward and live the best life I can, Mm. or I could do the better thing, which is take that, and bitterly resent it and make sure I have a lot of issues and drink a lot because of it. And that's definitely the better way to go. That's what I'm going to do. I mean, it's like, how dare they? They showed us kindness. Yeah. It's they like showed me that like what kindness is and like yeah. what is possible. I went to. And a, then guess no, what? Example. I went to a frat party, right? Yeah. This guy walked up to me mm-hmm. and he told me to call him daddy. And I couldn't because I didn't have daddy issues. That's abuse. I don't know why you're laughing. Like, it's abuse. Like how I'm dare pressing that? Charges. I'm I'm upset. You should press charges against Dad. I don't I don't want to reveal on air, but I am I am um, currently in legal action against it because it's caused a lot of severe. Yes, you are parents for loving us too much and showing us the the possibility of humanity. Honestly, our parents are so um, I don't know if it's because their age or the generation they were brought up in, but they're so appreciative and happy. Um, they don't understand, and that's not how the modern they world. They like cared about us. 
and like, they how no, dare no, they? they they like they cared about yeah, us and, and even, showed us like how to treat other humans and it was like and even worse wow they were accepting of all of our friends who were gay or straight or were having family troubles or came from different countries or like, came from lower what? incomes and I don't think they understand that's not how the generations work now. No, and that's not how we are the now, United States is right now. The like, nation how dare they? is now like I, that's how it is. Yeah, and I'm. It's like I, I honestly I, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I understand. I can't talk about it. No, I mean it's okay. You can have a drink of water. It's okay that it's mom and dad water. set you up for it's a beautiful world that doesn't exist. It's not water at all. Hang on, I'm just kidding. It's not water. It's just shvetka. Are you drinking shvetka? It's Smirnoff. Blah blah. Smirnoff eyes. That's a Capri Sun for adults. <sighs> well, Addie, I'm glad we could all agree that mom and dad showed us way too much love and appreciation and kindness I towards think, others. I, I mean, it really, agree, um, it really messed us up. I think we can agree with where the nation's at now. Um, we need to understand that connections with people around us, like our family, um, are stupid. And we, we need to take each moment and live every moment like it's the last by hating every moment and hating everyone around you. Um, and while previous generations just don't understand that and want to be accepting and help one another, um, regardless of who they are as a person, um, they're wrong. And that's, that's not the way it works anymore. You're right. And I'm really, I'm really sorry for getting emotional. It's just, um, it's embarrassing because you know that like you're a woman and like crying is like not allowed anymore. Yeah, I know. I mean, you know that. So it's like, buck yeah. up. You yeah, know? I'm sorry. I kind of, the problem is when I talk about these dark things, I think it's now okay to act the way I did before when it was okay to express emotion Yeah. and um, genuine feelings. Um, and I, like a crazy person, I expected you to care about that. I need to no. understand that that's not the world we're in anymore. No, no, and no. And that's no. why it's really hard. I'm glad I got to share my story, but sharing these stories um, reminds me of how stupid it is to um, live with an open heart. And so thank you for having me today um, to remind me of that. Any, anytime, anytime. Yeah, it's been thank great. you for being on the show. No longer, sister. I appreciate you. I get it. Um, hey, look, you're great. Um, but, you know. I would say see you later, but I really don't want to. Well, again, we'll, we'll end this with a handshake and a nice to know you. Well, I mean, I, you know, yeah, that's a bit much. Maybe just a firm eye stare. Yeah. And then immediately followed by looking at the floor um, as if I just saw um, a rotting pin. Okay, great. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll see you on the other side. Thanks for being on the show, Adeline bro. I love you. I love you, too. Okay. Just as a heads up. <laughs> <laughs> Just as a heads up. There is love in my heart. <laughs> I'm afraid someone's going to watch this or listen to this and be like, oh, oh no. <laughs> no, love is real, you guys. All right. Everyone listen to the Beatles and go home and hug your mom. For God's sake. Thanks for joining us. Bye.